You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as it's a Wednesday, as always, I speak to Skalklo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Scott, let's start with the Stock Exchange News Service and a company called Old Mutual. I still can't figure it out. It keeps changing itself. It's been quiet for a while, uh, but you saw the results. And it's probably Mm. 200 to 220 pages of results to digest. So you you have to look at the beginning, the introduction, and at the end, the conclusion. What was your conclusion over these numbers? Well, I I think... uh... (laughs) I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find the the the, the um, results really. I mean, gross gross flows. You know, we're looking good. I mean, eight percent. You know, we've had a few companies. You know, financial companies. We had ninety one coronation. Few companies that's that's been reported. You know, did report over the past discord week, week and a half, um, and and you know. Looking, you know, relatively, and I know it's sort of apples with pears, or you know, uh, apples with uh, half a bunch of apples and some pears and some bananas. But I mean, they, <laughs> they, 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 you know, life sales increase. That's good with four percent. Um, the the wealth management, you know, business that seemed to be doing, you know, really, really well. Um, so, it, in general, I, I, you know, looking th- through everything, I thought. I didn't look too bad. Um, markets reaction today were um, you know point four percent down. So not a, not a lot of movement in in, in the share price itself. So I think most probably the the analysts are still you know running through all these pages and pages of uh, results. But but in, in in short, I didn't think it looked too badly. Okay, are you a holder or would? You, and after these yeah. results, would you be a holder of it? No, no, no. I'm not a holder. Um, just too too many pages. I oh, know. It's, <laughs> no, it's no, too I, complicated. I it's, it's too complicated, Skunk. Yeah, I I think you know this. Uh, you know, we do prefer Sunlum currently, which, which we we are a holder. Mm. Um, and uh, when you you look at your your this your pure asset management, you know, business, uh, we do prefer, you know, 91 as well. So, mm. yeah, I think as it currently stands, not a holder of Alt Mutual. Again, this voluntary update didn't look too badly, um, but let's let's wait and see. Let's see what the results actually look like. Okay, you're a big fan of the property sector. Growth Point came out mm. with a voluntary update, I think it was, or an update, and the share price doing absolutely nothing. It's still the blue chip of the blue chips, isn't it? Yeah, Lindsay, this is this is one of these companies, which which I am old of, and 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 uh, will be you know buying some more in, in any 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 weakness. I mean, this this it sort of flatlined, you know, recent well lately, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. A few reasons why I, I really you know like like um, uh, you know this company, uh, besides the fact that you know it's the VNA is one of the largest. You know, Properties they own. I'm just looking at from a from a macro point of view. When you when you look at um, you know this 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 company, it's it's really looking re- extremely cheap. Uh, when you look at the price price to 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 navs or price to books, um, it, it's trading at at levels that we haven't seen you know for 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 pretty much 20 years. Um, and why is that interesting? You know, I, I, stats SA provide a, a, a wonderful uh, data stat. And it's two things which you can look at. It's it's the actual um, building um, 
approval. So, so, so when when they draw up a, a building, they send it into the you know, municipality, and, and they get approved or, or disapproved. Um, so, so that's that's the one stat that they provide, and and the other one is the actual uh, project that's been finished. Um, and they are specifically looked at um, the the office space and and also the shopping. Um, shopping mall space um, for the past 20 years, and that is extremely interesting stat because you know I'm I'm, I'm going to try and explain a, a graph now because in both uh, circumstances, uh, both the the, the the building permits and also the the actual finished projects, um, they really looked extremely distressed around about the 2003 levels, and then then started picking up and and they pick. I would say more or less to about 2015, 2016, where they just literally gradually started moving down. And over the past two years, and more specifically over the past 12 months, it's it's been crazy how very few um, projects has been um, uh, sent in for approval and actually finished. Now, now people will turn around and say, well, that's totally self-explanatory. We had a little thing called COVID, work from home, the yes. new normal, all those beautiful words, and and, and uh, which was you know subsequently followed by uh, uh, inflation in a, in a distressed environment with with interest rates you know shooting up in, in the sky. So so that is understandable why we've seen these 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 projects and and building permits not not really you know seeing the light of day why i'm looking at this is i'm looking at this two three years ahead and say well the amount of stock available just won't be there when we return back to normal and we know that's the fact i mean that, that the fact the matter is we're seeing you know companies saying well we we need you back at the office. We we know that we. But is we that going to happen? Is that going to happen? I keep yeah. on hearing that. I yeah. mean, South Africa may be different to a so-called developed world country, like the UK, where people are resisting going back, and office space is is easy to come by. I mean, they're giving they're giving it away. The United States as well. South Africa may be different. I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts? No. No, I, I think I think it, we're not different. Um, funny enough, today on Bloomberg there was a, a long um, a, a debate going about you know did, did this new normal that we saw over the past two years just um, was it something that was tried and just didn't work um, because most of the international companies are, are moving their staff back in, into offices. Um, South Africa, I had a conversation with a very large financial institution. I'm not going to mention the name because, because um, and I don't know if it's, it might be sensitive, might not be sensitive, but very large financial institution um, two days ago. And they mentioned how in COVID they, they had all these little satellite offices um, which they, they closed during and after COVID and moved all their staff um, into into uh, this head office, and they they said, and then they just w- worked it out to so that you work Mondays and and Wednesdays and the other staff yes. Tuesdays and, and they alternated, and they mentioned said well this is now actually a bit of a stuff up because they they've gave up all these offices moved in there's no parking space anymore and now the the the, the company said well we're gonna need to st- start needing you back. We're going to need you back at, at the office looking at 2024. Um, 
where they're going to sit. They, they realize there's just no way that they're going to be able to fit all these staff. So, boom, there we start again. We're going to start looking. This specific company, I know for a fact, are going to, are going to need some, some, some office space um, you know, very, very soon. And, and looking at the amount of buildings that, that was, you know, got approval and finished, uh, I think there's going to be a, a shortage of stock. Not necessarily you know, the next you know, three to six or maybe 12 months. But, but looking you know, two, three years ahead, I do think we're going to see a very similar, or let's call it a bit of a repeat of what we've seen there in the, the mid-2000, let's call it 2004, 2005. We had a similar scenario, you know, shortage of stock, demand just suddenly picked up, interest rates sort of moved backwards again, you know, from, from highs, which we, we're now forecasting we're going to start seeing. Um, and, and that, I think, would be, you know, extremely positive. Long story short, <laughs> long story short. You're long with growth your point, property index. Yeah, here we go. I'm long, I'm long, I'm, I'm long of growth point specifically. Good. Very cheap price to books. And um, yeah, I think the well positioned to take uh, okay. take advantage should should uh, demand. You know, well said. Uh, Despite the fact that inflation went up to five point nine percent, that's the oh, consumer yeah. price inflation year on year in the month of October from five point four percent in September, and the expected five point six percent. I'd love to be out of uh, one of these economists and to get paid a lot of money and say, I reckon it'll be five point six. It's five point nine. Do they get fired? No, they don't. Uh, but anyway, it's five point nine percent, which maybe puts a rate cut on hold until the middle of next year. Or something skulk i think it's a one-off but i was just being cheeky yeah i i i, I think you know looking at the, the polls uh for for the SARP because we know the SARP, you know will be giving us some some news tomorrow and um yeah looking looking at um looking at the polls currently uh you know uh, you know out of the 20 economists that participate in in the reuters polls and all 20 of them say we're going to see no change tomorrow mm -hmm. i think after today's uh inflation um, surprise because it's it, it it was a surprise and yes. and, and not a small one you know 5.6 is sort of yeah we we, we know we were kicked up but maybe it's just sort of a you know one hit wonder but 5.9 percent we'd be flirting with that six percent mark and we know the sob are, are adamant not you know, or to keep us within this, you know, three to six percent band. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the the, the soft tomorrow comes out and, and say, well, we understand that, that that there was sort of external factors that that played this part here. Um, we can see internationally that inflation, you know, might be might be tapering off, but in South Africa, it didn't happen. Um, and, and, and maybe give us a sort of just a, a quarter of a percent hike tomorrow. That no. could be the surprise. No, that not could a chance. be the surprise. They're forward looking. And if they look at, look forward and look at my screen now, they'll see a Rand that is, is strong and they'll see a Brent crude oil price, which is down 4.2%. And one of the big reasons for the CPI going up was uh, petrol prices and diesel prices. And we're not going to see that at the next reading because we, as I said, have got oil prices which are on a slippery slope today and I said with a strong rand. As I said, the South African Reserve Bank's MPC, Monetary Policy Committee, is forward-looking. They'll take this into account and I don't think there's a chance that they will raise rates again. Do you want to have a bet? Oh, no, we can't have bets anymore because you never pay. Um, so <laughs> you go, There you go again. Here you go again. You should... I know Wesley is not not uh, not uh, not uh, the, the guy. But, but anyway, let's not let's not let's not bicker. Uh, 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 I'm not you know, bickering. You know, You're bickering. 
Yeah, well, it sounds like you're bickering because I, I, I know I paid. But anyway, let's get back to the fun stuff. I, I do think I, I, I totally agree with you because, um, funny enough, I just finished writing um, um, my let's call it November report, which should be in the in the press in the next three or four days. Um, yeah, look at it, and, and I exactly wrote. You know, the, the the article's heading was was the echoes of of 1970s. You know, basically just that looming threat of inflation, stagflation. Um, just looking at history um and, and why why there's some similarities um and you know this is is what we call a a, a supply driven you know inflation uh, that that i totally believe it. I, I don't i think they can i said it numerous of times many times many times before on, over this podcast that they can push up interest rates by 10 percent. i don't think it'll make any difference It'll put put some definite pressure on, on 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 inflation, but I don't think it'll make a difference because this inflation. Just look what happened over the past let's call it three years. We had lockdowns, we had supply chain blockages, then we had Ukraine Russia war, which which I mean. People, it's 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 literally in the heart, but it's between um, uh, East and Eastern Europe and 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 the real East. I mean, the amount of oil and and softer commodities that flow you know through and from that area is just mind-boggling. Um, suddenly, there's a war, and 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 you you had sanctions to you know some of these countries, and this country can't. So so that's the one thing that happened. And now now. We've got we've got the Middle East. We've got Israel Hamas um, uh, tensions as well, uh, which is also very very important in terms of oil productions. Um, so I, I think the supply chain, uh, although uh, you know New York Fed, they actually run a um, a very nice uh, what they call the, the supply chain. Um, oh, I think it's the supply chain index. We we literally went. From from all time high, which is uh, the worst, you know, in terms of, of of supply chain, or you can say that's the most blocked the supply chain has ever been worldwide, December two thousand twenty one to now, currently the lowest levels it's ever been. Gosh. Now that could that could be read in two ways, you know, either you know the the first way is it's, it's like you said, yep. We, we, we've now dropped off significantly, and the supply chain is is fixed. Or you've got the base effect. It, it just went. It could indicate that it's an improvement from exceptionally low levels or, or bad uh, supply chain levels uh, to 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 now. You know, just just again underscoring the the, the base effect. Um, and I think it's the latter. I, I think I totally think that that um, uh, supply chains are, are, are getting you know blocked again. And um, that's having this inflationary effect on on specifically, you know, oh, the world, but also South Africa. Um, hmm. Okay, so you got a supply chain but, argument as well as, as all the stuff that yeah, I do. You know, normal human do. beings like uh, me have to look at every day. But well done. No, it was a good analysis. Let's have a look at some very important spot prices ahead of Thanksgiving. Dollar round eighteen eighty five, which is one point two percent gain for the US dollar. Because it was lower yep. yesterday, yeah, it was in the 1870s, I think. Yes, but anyway, whatever it is, it's 1885. Uh, British pound against the rand is 23. That's a big kicker. That's a, that's a big one. kicker. That's a massive, massive, and move. that's that's inflation. That's inflation. 
British pound against the rand is 23.49, which is two-thirds of a percent rise for the pound. And the euro rand is 20.47, the euro gaining three-quarters of a percent. Euro dollar, 108.60. The euro has fallen by nearly half a percent against the mighty greenback. Let's have a look at gold now and other commodities. Very interesting. Uh, the gold price tantalizingly close earlier on to 2000. Now 19.92, down $8 per ounce. Platinum up $25 to 9.26. And palladium down $31 to $1,056 per ounce, uh, down nearly 3%. Now, this is the really interesting one. The energy complex getting slaughtered, completely <laughs> whacked. Mm. West Texas crude oil, that brand, is $74.08 per barrel, which is down 4 and 3 quarters percent. Goodness me. Uh, Brent crude oil, $78.94, down four and a quarter percent. Natural gas prices, they're up a bit today, but they're still below three uh, BTUs. And it was nearly four about three weeks ago. These are really, really big moves. Other prices, mm. copper down nearly 2%. So, yeah, there's stuff going on in the commodities markets. And, of course, it's all currency linked. Now then. Talking about currencies, we've got Thanksgiving tomorrow, so U.S. markets are pretty quiet. Although there's been a kick-up in the U.S. 10-year. It was merrily trading around 4.37% a little while ago, now 4.43%. The South African 10-year yesterday was in, was I think it was 9.96 at one point, now 10.02. S&P 500 futures, yeah, okay, up a quarter of a percent, 4,562. And I keep seeing reports out of uh, people that are supposed to be clever on Wall Street saying next year we're going to see record highs on the S&P. Not a difficult call. A Bitcoin down one and two thirds percent. And uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I've got. So interesting stuff. Obviously, market conditions are thin ahead of Thanksgiving scalp. But on the other hand, the oil price is a whopper of a move and with, with many implications. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not going to go through this whole explanation again. No, please don't. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, I won't. I, I won't. But, but I mean, yeah, that's a, that is, that's a, that's a big move. And, um, yeah, let's, let's see, let's, let's see if it holds up. I mean, we, we've had, you know, some talks today. I think the whole Israel, uh, Hamas thing, Hamas talking about releasing some, some, uh, uh you know, some of these, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, people that's been kidnapped. Um, so the hostages. Um, so, so that sort of there's a lot of talk that maybe, maybe it, there could this could be the signal, you know, the end of of, of the conflict. Um, where a lot of lot of people that's that's close in our, on Bloomberg today, you know, mentioned that uh, we we're not even we're not even close. But no. I mean, we we'll take the movers today. We'll definitely take it the movers today. And as you mentioned, let's hope that the, the SARP is, is forward looking, looking at that and say, well, we should have a problem. Good. Let's look at the moves. on talking about moves. On the upside, Sibania Stillwater uh, up 7 and 3 quarters percent. Anglo-American Platinum up 6.1. Kumba Iron Ore 5.7. All diggers. At the top, I've got Karoo up 40.4 percent. Is this a misprint? Is there something going on I don't know about? Karoo up 40 percent. It's got to be a misprint, surely. I'm going to try and look, but uh, not a company that I'm really following. No, Let's see. There's me, nothing else. I'll have a look, but 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 it, it might be it, it might be one of these um, um, uh, you know, two for one or three for one or ten for one um, splits because oh. I, can, I can't see any 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 sense on the companies. Okay, but so it's financial engineering, not, in other words. Most probably. Redefined down six point four. That's an ex div story, right? 
Yes, correct. Okay, Sassel, uh, that's not ex-div at all. It's just the oil price getting walloped, as we've said earlier on. Uh, nearly 4% weaker. Tungela down 3.4. PH Prop down 2.5. And MTN, a 1.8% loser down at 96.30. Skunk, have you got any other shares outside of that little orbit that I've just shown you? That little no, universe? I think no. that... The, the one we can mention is just uh, you mentioned diggers, but Pan African Resources is bringing out a, 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 a trading update today, or it's got a production update. And um, yeah, I think that with the the, the gold price is looking good. Um, it it they, they did show an an increase, um, you know, solid increase in their production uh, for the half year, and that has a, a, quite a positive effect on the share price, six point three percent in the green today. And then I just need to 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 complement, you know, all the brave. Um, <laughs> yeah. Brave traders out there that decided to 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 look through the fog yesterday and the still Sabanya still water. We know we know what the story was behind it. I mean, if you're gonna say in the beginning of the day that there's uh, we're gonna we're gonna be setting the the the, the, the it's called it the option price or the uh, exercise price for 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 that um, uh, convertible bond um, at at uh, at a 32.5 percent premium of the average trading price for for yesterday and you say that in the beginning of the year I can just see a few hedge fund managers um, looking at this and say well this is a this is a wonderful arbitrage opportunity let's go let's just hit the share price um yeah so so I think um, not where which started two days ago because we know there's going to be some dilution I I mean, just looking at the $500 million, um, you know, on, on the total market cap of the previous day, you're looking at about 13%, looking at about a 13% um, dilution. I mean, that, I know not everybody's going to take it up. So, so naturally, I know there's some ifs and buts. But I mean, uh, th there you go, you know, 13% and, and 7% today is pretty much the 20% that we, we, we saw saw yesterday. So well done. Well done to the guys that uh, were brave enough to to pick that up. I, 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 I I wasn't one of them, but yeah, well done to those that did. Excellent. Give us the closing JSE indices, please, Skunk. So JSE today closed at uh, 74,764 points. That's 0.66% uh, in the, the positive uh, resources. Best performer today, 1.26% positive, while industrial is also looking good, 1.01% positive. Financials did not like the, the, the rant, did not like the, the, the CPI data, and actually lost ground half a percent down as a property. They actually didn't care about the round today. Usually mm -hmm. they do, but I think with uh, with solid set of results coming from from uh, you know growth point, that helped them. And uh, actually, end of the day, zero point four percent positive. And for those who follow the uh, the, the, the top top forty, uh, that closed at sixty eight thousand six hundred and ninety points. Also seventy one basis points positive. Total turnover, uh, you could start feeling the pinch of of Thanksgiving. We know tomorrow is going to be very slow, and I think. Today was sort of the the, the run up. Not yesterday's twenty three point six billion trade. Today only eighteen point six billion value trade on the uh, on the JSE. Mm -hmm. When we look at um, currently uh, markets uh, to to the west. Um, the S&P 500, as it currently stands, is 43 basis points positive, while the Nasdaq 60 basis points in the green. Dow Jones currently trading 35,226 points, which is also 0.39% in the green. So, yeah, 
Positive day in the West, so let's see how it plays out for the rest of the day. A couple of quiet days, I reckon, but a good, good chance to yeah, catch up yeah. on admin and phone a few clients and all that sort of thing. Scott, thank you so much, as always, for an excellent analysis of the day's action. Scott Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division, and that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.